What is going on? This is Michael Hacker with the Hacker Outdoors podcast. On today's episode, Joey and I talk about hiking a new trail, catching a bowfin, and how they hunt gators in South Carolina. As always, if you liked what you heard, please leave us a review. And without further ado, here we go. Oh man, pretty cool, pretty cool. Yeah, we'll leave, we'll leave it up for a little while. Why not? I like, like your it. Christmas tree. Oh, it's halfway decorated. I literally spent, this is not a joke, six hours trying to fluff this god darn thing. Um, for some reason, I don't know why Riley has in her mind that she doesn't like live Christmas trees. So we always have this fake and it, it's so annoying. Well, I feel like that's a whole new thing. Right, like out of nowhere, everyone started getting these fake Christmas trees, and I, I don't know. We we Dude, have a next, little one next year. I'm I'm going back to real. I, yeah, I, I hate a fake tree. Absolutely hate it. Um, I was talking to my friend last night, and literally it was six hours of fluffing, and it's it's still not still not really fluff. Yeah, still nothing. Still, still, still nothing. So. <laughs> yeah yeah so I, I i like the webcam my betty's got this fancy webcam tried it out gonna possibly buy it looks good looks good it's a, got a nice nice glow to your face too which is good yeah i took a shower today my, <laughs> my, my lax bro hair is really really starting to grow out ak mullet you know you can tell i wanted to get some more more ornaments on the tree um that didn't happen. Didn't have time. So, yeah, yeah. So, so let's jump in, man. So, you know, happy uh, soon to be Friday here. Yeah, yeah it's almost yeah. Friday. Everybody's working for the weekend. That seems to be the way that it is, right? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, we started off pretty good. We went on a on a nice quick hike on Sunday and uh, did about three and a half miles. Um, up at Split Rock Reservoir, it's Wildcat Ridge uh, Wildlife Management Area, and the woods there pretty barren. Um, there's a ranger. Oh, <laughs> um, so you know, we did about three and a half miles. We went up around uh, this trail that followed the reservoir around, but it was super dead. Um, you know, it was a mild day, maybe about fifty degrees, but and that wind was howling off the reservoir it felt like it was like maybe in the 20s oh yeah and the trees were swaying all over the place so we thought it was prudent to kind of turn around at a certain point because not good to be in the woods when uh you know the, the trees start to break and there was a significant number of trees down on the trail surprisingly um but man what a cool little place i can't wait to when you come up this way maybe in the spring we'll love to get out there and try some bass fishing yeah i saw the video on the youtube um, that lake looks amazing. Um, and what was up with those random horses galloping in somebody's yard? <clears throat> well, we, I, I we was... left. Yeah, that that was something that was definitely crazy. We left the um, we'll call the wildlife management area, and you pull out into this like residential area. And I see ahead of me like these people are just breaking and throwing on their emergency like their hazards. I was like, are those horses running? And sure enough, there were these horses running down the middle of the street and they were being chased down by this woman in a quad. 
So I'm like, what the heck? So of course, now, are, are to... you sure you weren't down south? I mean, this is, <laughs> this is happening somewhere besides down south, correct? That this was in uh, Morris County, New Jersey. Yeah. Wow, that that is impressive. Very impressive. It was it was definitely interesting. Um, you know, we call the cops, of course. Uh, series of no help when you ask what township you're in. Um, so Rockaway Township is is two. There's Rockaway Township and Borough of Rockaway. So um, you know, you call one instead of the other because Siri tells you to, and you know, prolongs the the interaction with the police. So um, right. They luckily they caught them and there were no issues. So I'm glad to hear that they were returned home without issue. Uh, but man, this so it's the first time I've ever seen like where you can go up to the spillway off of a dam. So at the end of um, the lake there, they have this big dam and there's a spillway coming down into a series of waterfalls. And then the first pool there had to have been maybe about five feet deep. And then that dumped down into another waterfall, which then went into a deeper pool, which I, I don't know how deep it was, didn't get a chance to measure. But that's the beginning of the Beaver Brook, which is that, that brook that I was telling you about that you can um, yeah, I mean, fish up and dump. That's what I was looking at because that dumps right into the lake. Like, dude, that spot in the springtime, if you fish in where that creek meets that lake, whew, I bet you they're pretty stacked up in there. I bet you yeah. it's beautiful. Like, I, I always say, you know, Jersey has absolutely, I have dog toys everywhere in my house, absolutely beautiful, you know, wilderness. You tell people that who haven't seen it and, and they just think you're insane. Well, this place gets pretty packed. I, I know a bunch of people that were there that over the summertime got um, they got dinged with tickets because there's not much parking uh, at all. Um, I'm on my Navionics app. I'm trying to find, and actually for some reason, it's not showing me the depth. It's just showing lake. That's interesting. Oh yeah, some of those smaller lakes. I, I, what, what's, let me see, what's the name of the lake again? Let me look at mine and see if it does that. Yeah, Split Rock Reservoir. Avionics. But when you when you look in on that section, man, I, I remember when I showed you this, just the sheer number of bodies of water. Like if you zoom yeah. out, just like a oh, dude, pull out. It's everywhere. I mean, holy cow. It, it's crazy split rock. See if it even shows up on mine. I, I'm curious. It might not be in their maps. It might show up on yours, maybe, because not you're mine. near it. Let me see. Term spelling you. Right, because you know, there's a lot of things. Split rock. Reservoir. There it is. Yeah, that's weird. It doesn't have a depth. Um, I know sometimes with the, the smaller bodies, they don't have a lot of info on. It's weird. So then you zoom out and you go to like, um, the next closest lake to there is Green Pond, it looks like. And Green Pond actually has the depths, but it looks like Green Pond's smaller. It's just weird. I don't know, one of those things. Yeah, I can't, um, see, I can't even find it online. That's bizarre. Let me zoom way out and go up to New Jersey, to Danville, where Phineas and Ferber are from. Let's see. That's Allentown. Oh yeah, boy, it's always it's always weird, man. I, I don't. I don't you're near. That. You're near. You're near. Not near Morrisville. Oh, it's boy. north of Morristown. I see Round Valley Reservoir. Yeah, you got to keep going. You got to go up. 
Oh, even more north. I always forget. Oh, there's Morristown. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. You're going to cross Route 80. And then before you get to 23 on the map, it's pretty much the biggest lake that's in front of you. It's shaped. It looks like someone doing a, an alley-oop or something. Um, yeah, just, you know, it's, 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 oh, there it is. There it is. Yeah, on mine, it's literally just marked lake. And yeah, when, you're is, your, when you get the thing on it, the um, the cursor just says lake, which is. Oh, lake. yeah, mine shows the depths. Wow, it's got some. Um, wow. The deepest spots I'm seeing are like 60. Yeah. yeah, the one side looks pretty shallow, but there's some pockets back here that, I mean, this pocket. Oh, I can't show. There, there's a pocket on the north end of the lake where it's all one foot, and then there's this pocket with these crazy underground structures. And it goes from one foot to nine pretty quickly. But that would you know, be I just exited it out and I went back in and it's giving me depth now, which is weird. But even the depths don't make sense. It's like everywhere is zero to one foot. And then all of a sudden in this section, it's like well, over here, it's like 60 so it, feet deep. Right. Is it man-made though? If it's man-made, that, I mean, that, that could be a possibility that they just didn't dig out that other side. Because it looks like the depths on the left side and then the, the south end, the very south. Oh. Well, let's go. Let's go to the old Wikipedia. So, Split Rock Reservoir is a 1,500-acre of wilderness, part of Farney State Park, surrounded by 650-acre reservoir located on the borders of Rockaway Township, Kinalon, and Morris County, New Jersey. So, yeah, since it's a reservoir, I mean, it's man-made. I wonder if maybe they were doing like mining operation there on those deeper spots. Here you go. Split Rock is an attractive area for fishermen with small watercraft. Everything has to be rooftop. I did, I did see that. So you, you don't have any room for any kind of, um, you know, trailering at all. You have to have rooftop and you actually have to carry whatever it is you're using down, like basically this trail, um, you know, going down a couple hundred feet. And then you have a nice two docks there that are there. But uh, it says anglers can expect decent fishing for bass, crappie and chain pickerel in the reservoir. Split Rock is categorized as a lunker lake by the state of New Jersey. As there is a three bass limit and they must be over 15 inches. I can't and believe people keep bass. I, that, that's bizarre to me that people keep bass and eat them. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. I'm looking at the images on Google. It, it's a beautiful lake. I mean, so how bad do you think the hike would be with us uh, carrying but, but here, here's what a kayak up? The, the shoreline, there is no shoreline fishing at Split Rock. Um, no, I think it would be fine. I mean, we've got wheels. I, I bought wheels for them oh. last summer. Well, that, so that's that's we, a new addition. That, that's exciting. <laughs> it is exciting. Um, so the, the wheels should definitely help. Um, but it's still like they, they have carved out like steps and stuff like that, like every uh, 10 feet or so. So you're going to oh. be bumping around. I mean, I've lost my wheels in my like 10 times trying to wheel my canoe even around the yard like it just slides right off sometimes so there's no you know i'm not trying to cramp it down and, and break anything because they may not be right. the most expensive wheels in the world but um they're gonna do the job i i've been debating um maybe in a kayak this this year um for my local reservoirs and if that's the case you could bring that up there oh, man. i'd rather be in the canoe with you the, the, the canoe is a <laughs> it's just such a such an adventure in itself you know it's it's amazing. Oh, I love my canoe, man. It needs hey, when it warms up a little bit in the springtime. I got to do a little bit of work to it, so I got to 
you know, I ordered seats for it when we bought the canoe. So we bought the canoe used. I think I talk, talked about this in one of the earlier ones, but um, I ordered seats for it because the cane seats ripped literally the moment we brought yeah. it home. And yeah. um, still haven't arrived. Like they, they can't get seats anywhere. So at this point, like I, I canceled my order and I'm just going to make them myself. I'm just going to get like the fabric and stuff that you use on like patio furniture and get a couple pieces of wood and, and frame it out and, you know, I'll, uh, MacGyver my way into some new seats. You can also um buy I pictures of that guy's boat. There, there's these seats that, that fold up and down um, and they're not that expensive and they last forever. The ones that actually connect connect and they're like 15 20 bucks maybe a little well, we bit have, more we but they're not ones. wicker they're actually like a like a plastic and they come with a cover and believe it or not they're super comfortable and, and super durable um that could well, be when option. you when you were on it do we have the seats we had we the wicker. The, all right so wicker. i had i i went out and we bought um some attachable seats so that it goes over the wicker seat and it just latches into place and it's got some cushions on it. I actually do not like using it um, when I fish because I'm up and down and I'm kneeling, I'm sitting, yeah. and I'm like, you know, moving around trying to get, get things out of the, the toolbox and the fishing tackle box and whatnot. So I choose not to sit too much because it's also when I'm the only person on the canoe, it's easier for me to navigate and, and row from sitting down or from kneeling towards the center of the boat. Um, so I rarely use it, but, um, you know, when Donna and I go out or when I brought the nephews out, that's, you know, the seats are always on it. Um, and they do fine. Um, but I mean, the wood's going to need to be replaced soon. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the canoe, I mean, if people have never been fishing in a canoe, it, it's something they absolutely have to try because it, it can be really tough and humbling, you know, when that wind's going, I mean, you're, you're paddling and staying in position constantly. It, it's definitely, um, challenging it, it really is i mean you'll see guys with with with, with canoes they'll, they'll put uh trolling motors on them which is pretty nuts but it would be nice you know it'd be nice well, that, that was the that was the goal was to get a tr uh, they call them s canoes i think were the old ones um and they're square back canoes pretty cool because you put a, a trolling motor right on it so for my canoe we can still get a trolling motor but you have to get this um I don't even know what the heck they call it, but basically it's a, it's a oh. piece of wood that goes inside and outside of the frame of the canoe. And then there's like a, maybe about a foot long piece of wood that sticks out and you connect the gotcha. motor to that, which is awkward too, because that's on the side of the canoe. It's not on the back. So it's like, I don't know. It just seems like it's more dangerous than it's, than it's worth. Um, gotcha. But I would, you know, you and I talked about this. I would still love to get that, um, that like, uh, that outrigger that goes over yeah yeah thing. with the standing platform i think that that would be awesome it was just transporting would suck they're expensive though aren't they i think the one place i found were like it was like three thousand dollars or something like that yeah, yeah that's a little nuts it's, yeah, I, um, I wonder if you oh. could build do you look at them it's like you, you know they should be easy to build um <laughs> that's my daughter on a surfboard well you can't see anything except no nope, like, just just her diaper and her roxy <laughs> her, her roxy uh <laughs> rash guard you should have never showed me this no, no right, there we go. Keep messing with it um no. so 
So Shit. let's what? Oh, you have it back. I, there. there you go. Yeah. So what what happened this week, man? So everybody knows I was down south in Bayou Country. Not really. I was. It's called the Low Country, South Carolina. Low um, Country. Got to do a good bit of fishing on the the Waccamaw River. W a c c a m a w. Um, the Waccamaw River is is it's it. They call it Southern Myrtle Beach area is where we launched from. Um, Myrtle's inlet area, very 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 pretty area. But that that river system's huge. Um, it connects to all different rivers. I mean, you you can take it all the way down to the Santee Cooper. The Santee, like San, um, the Santee River, and then you could take it all the way from the Santee all the way up into Lake Moultrie and um, Lake Marion, and to the north it runs into the PD River system, and then it runs all the way out, which I, I didn't realize it runs all the way out to past Columbia, South Carolina, and almost into North Carolina. It connects to a lake up there. I forget the name of the lake. So the last day, what happens is when they get a lot of rain up there, I'm talking northwestern Myrtle Beach, not Myrtle Beach, um, South Carolina, North Carolina border, but in the middle of the state, when they get a lot of rain, which always happens in the fall, which is now down there, they really don't have a winter, um, they'll open the dam. And what happens is when they open the dam, obviously all that water runs all the way down to the Waccamaw trying to make it out to the ocean, but it can make for some really heavy flooded, they're not even really tides, flooded, you know, flood the river pretty badly. Um, the last day I went out, I was out two days earlier and, and the river was at a normal level. Um, now we didn't have any rain down there, but two days later we go out and where we launched, the water was easily 10 foot past the ramp out into the parking lot just because oh, wow. of them releasing the dams and um what that does down there it, like anywhere else it, it, it muddies the water up and um you, you know you really don't get so fishing tidal rivers you fish the tides low tide is really the time to it's the best because what happens is when the tide's sucking out it's sucking all the bait out and it's like a smorgasbord for the bass you know it's like a sizzler for the bass. They don't have to move. They can sit in their cover and the bait fishers are going, Yoop, and they just come out and eat it. Well, that, that, that second day with, with them releasing the dams, the tide was supposed to start sucking at 10 a.m. And, and drop six feet. And it was supposed to go to like four or five in the afternoon. Well, when we got off the water at 4.35, like 5.15, because it's still light down there, it was just finally starting to draw real hard. The other problem is with... with the water muddying up down there, the water color you want down there, they call it Dr. Pepper because it's, it's black water, you know, it's swamp water. And it looks just like Dr. Pepper. It's like that color. It's, it's, it's super clear, but it's Dr. Color color. And, and that's what you want. We didn't, we didn't get it because of the, the flood and um, the low tide, you know, once the tide finally started sucking, the water changed, but it, by that time it was dark. So that kind of shut the bite down, but we, I mean, we still caught a limit. I mean, we still caught fish. Um, and then you caught something that you were oh, actually I, thrilled about. They call them mudfish down there, bowfin. Um, yeah. That thing had to be over six pounds. It was huge. Absolutely How was huge. the fight? 
it's amazing. I, I mean, I'm not going to lie about that. Um, when it hit at first, because we couldn't see it, we thought it was a bass for the first 30 seconds till we saw it roll, and then you know, we could get a little picture, you know, look at it. But the fight's amazing. I, it was a hell of a fight. Um, those things are mean. They want to bite you, and they can take your fingers off. I never realized how sharp their teeth were. So that day, it was like 74 degrees, and I had my shoes off, fish on the top deck, and we got the mudfish off. And it slipped out of the hand and it landed on the deck. That thing was trying to eat, like bite my toes. I mean, they're mean. They're mean See, fish. It's because you wussed out and wouldn't try and catch a tiger shark for us. It could be. It could you, be. You had to do it for the gram, but you didn't do it. So the bowfish was doing its well, job. I guess so. But I'll give you a surf report because there was um, where we stay at, where, where the condo is, there's a couple from up north. I think they're actually from New Jersey older they were surf fishing every day they didn't get anything I, I don't know if they were doing it right or what but that that should give you a little little happiness that they weren't catching anything just a whole lot of shrimping going on out there you know just 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 shrimping like crazy um but both in fish you know mud fish they calm down there to me i mean yes it was fun to catch one because i never I never caught one before um I love bass, and when you're going for bass and catch your bowfin, it's like, damn, get up, you know, get out of here, because you yeah. got to retie. You you have to retie. I mean, their teeth are insane. If you don't retie, trying to find a picture here. I mean, well, we're trying our hand tomorrow, so we got about just over a foot of snow here, but uh, we're going to try our hand at some landlocks tomorrow, and um, you know they do stock with you know rainbow trout, and they have some lakers up there, so. We're going to do some shore fishing and hopefully the lake isn't completely frozen over by, you know, around lunchtime when we go. So um, what's the temperature supposed to be there tomorrow? It's supposed to start to get up. Um, I think. Second. Um, I mean, cause I think it's supposed to be chilly down here. I mean. Well, is it? That's in my opinion, perfect. Yeah. Well, yes, yes. I mean, if you're um, dressed warm, it's it's you know it's comfortable. Unless that wind's going, you know, when that wind's going, uh, you know. It, well, we'll see. We'll see how the kids do. I mean, it's 32, partly cloudy. Oh, that won't be that. Winds at four, so that won't be that bad. So you're taking the, both the boys out? Yeah, we're taking both. Well, I should say I'm taking both the boys out, and um. If it's not too breezy, we're going to bring the fly rods just uh, just in case we're going to go right on the dock. We're not actually going to um, take the canoe out and we'll do a little bit of shore fishing as well. Work our way around a little bit, um, especially to that one spot where it dips down pretty deep. But I think, you know, our our time at the, the lake and I'm not going to spot burn it, you know, um, that first cove to the left is pretty good it looks pretty juicy yeah. i think you know it's a it's right off a nice deep um decline and it goes up to about five feet deep pretty quickly so i think you know with the cold weather they should be holding right there um and that's right within you know casting distance we'll say of the dock and then the immediate you know grassy area right next to it so we'll, we'll fish there we'll try not to make it too far especially if it's going to be cold and I don't know how long they're going to last out there. I mean, I would stay out all day if I could, but yeah, it's, it's um, tough. It's tough with, with them, you know, you, um, 
I don't know. I mean, they, they, they could be okay, you know? Um, yeah, I, I hope so. I mean, they're excited. Uh, the older one was texting me and saying how he wants to catch a muskie and he wants to catch a monster fish and this and that. And it's like, don't we all, brother? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, that's, I, I've never caught a, a muskie. That, that is one I would like to, like to, like to get. Um, What's well, in the spring, early spring? Let's go up to that lake that I was telling you about that's not very large. That's about as large as the town lake here that's stocked to the gills with muskie. Of muskie. Yeah. That is pretty awesome. Although it's pretty well known now, so I think it's um I think it's gets kind of crazy depending upon the day. I think I was right. telling you the guy showed up the one day with like a hundred and twenty thousand dollar bass boat and he's like, You've been catching muskie here? It's like, nope, there's no such thing. <laughs> they don't exist. What's a muskie? I was like the guy in my uh my my little brook that I fish for brook trout that I love and I guess they were running that they run up this trail and they're like they see me coming out of the woods with my fly fishing gear and my waders on and they're like they're like oh are you, you what are you fishing for in there are there trout in there it's like no no i Shark. just like walk <laughs> i like walking with my fly rod that's all just in case and and the waders keeps the bugs from getting on me that's all you, that's you should just tell them you're a model and you're out there shooting for next year's catalog you uh, know well, it's difficult because you want to do a service for people and kind of help them. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you have your holes and you do not want to spot burn. We talked a little bit about that with Brian, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You have a duty to kind of protect the areas that you're in. I mean, there's just too many people here in Jersey, man. Like, if that gets out that that's a, a hot spot, I mean, next time I go up there, it's going to be decimated. Like, and, and they're protected, you know, the brook trout. So it's, it, people shouldn't be overfishing for them. I mean, you know, there's a whole, I was in the middle of that April Vokey podcast regarding fishing and uh, fishing during the reds, which is their breeding season, right? Right. Um, it's like, do you fish for them or don't you fish for them? I kind of, I lay off them for a few weeks now. I think come January, I'll start fishing for trout again. You know, if it's a decent yeah. day, I'll go to the creek and that brook and maybe another river that I like and, and continue to fish for them. But um yeah man so so i got a picture here of the bowfin teeth but i can't figure out how to share it on there it's not working so if you go to share screen on the bottom that green arrow pointing up yep yeah you hit that you should be able to select what you're trying to share, so uh, share I got you. just the tab or whatever browser you're using gotcha all right that bring it up Oh, geez. Yeah, man. See these things? Wow. And they, 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 they were longer than that, the one I caught. It was huge. Um, I, that's not what they look like will be caught. They, they, they were pretty, pretty gnarly, man. I mean, they, they can take your fingers off. I mean, it's no joke. The, the one I caught, I mean, it looked like shark teeth to me. I mean, you can see right there. The people see how eating? that is? Not really. Um, I mean, the few people do. He said. He said it said it's not really something people go after to eat. Um, some of the old timers, he said, will will we'll eat them. Um, Here you go, outdoor Canada. 
Ca. Can you eat bofin? People, people do eat them. He said Peter, people do eat them. Um, I, I can't imagine they would taste good. Um, they lay in the mud. That's why they call them mudfish. So like muddy spots, same spot kind of where you expect to see crocodiles, shallow water in the mud. They'll, they'll lay down in there and, and just hang out down there. Um, I don't know if there's different types of bowfin in different areas, if they're the same down south, if they are up north. But there's different you know types of species, blah 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 blah, but um, it, it was nuts. It, it, I I didn't like it. I did not go. like it. State.nj.us a record bowfin. Craig Raffe will say is his name. Caught an impressive bowfin in Lake Tranquility in 1998. The fish tipped the scales at eight pounds four ounces. I mean, this kid was. That was like a by you. Kid. Yeah, that's beautiful. Uh, I don't even know where the heck Lake Tranquility is. I mean, they are—they kind of look like snakehead, really. Um, snakeheads get these really awesome colors, though. Um, but they had the same—the same body shape, and like I said, it was a hell of a hell of a fight. It's just bass is my thing, man. It's he—we caught some big crappie too. Um, the guy I fished with—he was actually on the pro tour crappie tour. And there's huge crappie in that, that river. Um, he said the biggest he's got now, there's like three pounds in crappie size. That is humongous. Humongous. Yeah, I, so. um, I think I have a picture of the one crappie he caught the one day. And to me, from what I see up here, I was like, God, that's a huge crappie. He's like, this is nothing, man. And he started showing me pictures. I'm like, wow. I mean, that river has monster bass in there. Um, I guess it's a good secret. I, I don't know. A lot of people don't fish it, like out-of-towners. It's heavily fished by the locals. But, I mean, there's 10-pounders. I mean, when you go out there, you every time you have a legitimate shot with a five-pounder. Um, wow. I think the biggest he's had a client get was like 10-2. During the summer, he said he gets a lot of the client. I mean, pretty much every trip they're getting five, six-pounders. If you're ever down there, you, you got to look him up. Um, anybody listening, like great prices, um, great guy, and, and he'll put you on fish. His knowledge of 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 that river is unbelievable. Actually, people, um, new boat owners or people who move down there, pay him to take them out to teach them the river and you know learn the ins and outs. I mean, he is extremely well well-versed on that river. Um, yeah, I'm looking for my crappie picture from the town lake here. It was one of the largest freaking fish. Oh, I mean, this crappie he caught, maybe he posted on his Facebook, was insane. But the bass down there, and the, the good thing is summertime, you know, a lot of time in the summer, bass, can, bass fishing can be tough because of the temperatures, you know, they're relaxing because of the high heat, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But on that river with all this, you know, the cypress trees and the Spanish moss, it's covered. Like, so it's real cool. So he said down there in the summer, the bite just stays on. It's like, it's incredible, an incredible bite. Um, his name's Captain Todd. I mean, just a great, great guy. We'll, we'll link his info in the, in the show notes. I mean, if, if you're ever down in Myrtle Beach and you're looking to bass fish or, or go offshore, he also does offshore charters. Um, he's a man. She, she, she needs to start fishing tournaments. I'm telling you. I mean, she slays them. Absolutely slays them. It's Mine. amazing. 
I mean, amazing. I'm, I'm happy as heck that she does, but yeah, oh yeah. I mean, let's see. Where does that put his information? Yeah, I'm gonna see if I have any crappy on his Facebook page. I'll share it with you guys. Hold on, um, Captain Todd. But the alligator, we kind of touched. I don't know. Oh, you didn't put it in the last video. So they hunt alligators down there, obviously. Um, but there, there's a size limit, you know, down there. I think they have to be over four inches. So you'll see when you watch the alligator shows on TV, they'll put bait out on a rope with a hook, and they come back, and the alligator's on the hook, and they pull it up. Uh -uh. That's not how you do it in South Carolina. You're not allowed to. What they do is they have, like, surf rods, real long, heavy, like, stout rods, you know, that can handle big fish. They put a 100-pound braid on there, and then at the end of the 100-pound braid, they have treble hooks. They tie treble hooks on. So what you have to do, you have to find the gators, where the gator's at. Then you have to sneak up on them in the boat so they don't hear you because if they hear you and they kind of sense you're getting close, he said they'll <clears> go off. So you got to stealthily come up on them, cast that rod, and try to snag the alligator. Jeez. If you do snag the alligator, then you have to fight it like a fish to the boat, then you know, kill it and bring it in the boat. But you have to fight the gator like a fish. I mean, that is nuts. <laughs> Absolutely nuts. I, I, I might have to do it. I might have to go down there and do it with them. Well, I told I told um, my nephews about that. And they were like, what? I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. It's insane. Insane. Nuts. Absolutely nuts. Um, Absolutely insane. Well, Joe, I think we're, we're coming up to... Uh, you know, and it goes too fast. About time here. Yeah, fast. we just jump in and, and hit the hit the ground running. Um, yeah. You know, I hope everyone enjoyed. What we'll do is, is we'll put a, um, you know, try and do this again on for a Tuesday release. So if anyone has any uh, comments, please leave them uh, in the notes. Um, we also do have a message system. So if you go to Anchor, our Anchor site, you can actually go on Anchor and leave us a voice message and got questions or want to just you know say hey what's going on you're more than welcome to do that we'll go ahead and post it in the next show um and joe always a pleasure man i'll let you know how it goes tomorrow before we go i want to give two yeah. shots out um first yeah oh yeah first i want to give um um captain todd uh, a shout out here i just couldn't find him on my, my facebook i'm pulling it up right now the name of his company I know I sent it to you, and of course I lost it as an idiot. Well, anyway, I, the the the, first, the second shout out is uh, a sponsor of mine. It's oh, sponsor of mine. I'm sorry, guys. I'm I'm trying to find this real quick because I know it's rushed. I'll I will have to just list that in the show notes. Um, you talking about stretching lines? Yeah. Oh no, stretching lines. Stretching lines is a sponsor of mine. Be sure to check out stretchinglines.com. Um, they make quality, quality handmade plastics, hand poured. Um, he's a great guy. It's a small company trying to get off the ground. Definitely check them out and use discount code JMSTAFF15 and you'll get 15% off. Um, but be sure to check them out. Uh, great company, great baits. Yeah, we'll go ahead and link to that as well so everyone has that. And then I can't find his charter. We'll, we'll, we'll have to hit that next time. Yeah, we'll put it in the notes yeah. as well. Yeah, man, I can't wait for the next one. This went fast. That was 30 minutes already. So, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. All right, guys. Take care. Have a good weekend. All right, later. Bye-bye.
All right, so that was the Hacker Outdoors podcast with Joey McCormick. If you liked what you heard, please give us a rating on whatever platform you're listening to or watching this on. Please check out the show notes below for some links about the topics we discussed today. So I thank you all for listening, and I hope you have a great weekend. And we'll talk again next week. Take care.